Podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And those are Rock, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Masters of the Universe, and Star Wars. Yeah, that's right. We got uh, Rock. Uh, why don't you pronounce your last name so I don't murder it? You actually got it correct in the past. It's Mastrangelo. Mastrangelo. Yes. Uh, Rock will be joining us. Uh, maybe, may, maybe indefinitely. Is that is that a possibility? If you guys will host me, I will be here. Nice. If you want it, I can definitely make it. All right. Now, now Lotus has very, uh, very high expectations when it comes to attendance. And promptness, even though I'm five minutes late almost every single show. But mm. uh, are, do you feel that you can adhere to these standards? Yes. All right. That's what I like to hear. All right, guys. Well, that <laughs> is the first introduction to Mr. Rock Mastrangelo. Um, <laughs> if you want to find us on uh, online and kick it with us, you can do that at our favorite place. That's our Facebook group at open your uh, facebook.com slash group slash open your toys. We have a website where we post every episode, including our show notes there at the top. You can take a look at links to everything we're talking about. You can see exactly what we're seeing real time with us. If you're sitting at a computer and or phone, I guess. And that's at open your in those show notes. You'll find links to subscribe to us through an RSS feed, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Smart Radio. Um, I've lots of podcasts are getting on this Spotify thing, so I guess we should get ourselves on Spotify as well. Um, if you want to just kind of follow the show itself, we have a Facebook page at facebook.com slash open your toys cast. Our Twitter is at open your toys but we don't post there very often same as the instagram maybe rock are you are you a ig or dude are, actually are i'm not Insta? even on it oh dude. no all right well we need somebody to run our uh, twitter and instagram so if anyone wants to volunteer let us know and you can do that via our email at team at openyourtoys.com uh and the way we want to hear from you that's our voicemail that's 720-235-TOYS that's 720-235-8697 mr stark how can people find you sir um they can head over to youtube and uh watch some videos of stuff that i collect and they can also hit me up in the facebook group nice Rock, what about you? Are are you out there? I know uh, you're obviously uh, pretty prolific on the group, but are you anywhere else? I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I really, I'm not active on Twitter anymore. But I did start a brand new YouTube channel. 
Oh, nice. <laughs> Don't get too excited. <laughs> <laughs> there's not uh, toy videos, but there's ring camera videos. I would just say, guys, go to Rock Mastrangelo on YouTube. Uh, type in ring camera videos or hidden ring camera <laughs> and uh, just have fun. <laughs> so are these like uh reposts of like funny ones you find on find online or no they're actually me on uh my ring camera uh i would i would just, just i would just advise go go i wouldn't ruin it i okay. think it's something ever, i think okay. everyone should go and just watch those videos okay yeah I'll well i'll just that. make it short and sweet but just say uh i shared a video with a friend of mine he thought it was pretty funny he dared me to put it on youtube my son has a YouTube channel. He's a gamer. He wants to be the new Pinkie Pie or whoever, you know, the next uh, big guy Ninja. is playing Fortnite. So, you know, my son thought there was no way anybody would watch any of my videos. I'm just going to say in eight days, I've posted five videos. I have 21 subscribers, but I have 1,500 views. Nice. Nice. That's awesome um, for eight days, man. Apparently, that's a lot because my son mm -hmm. gets like three views for every time every video he puts <laughs> up on there. <laughs> and he's um, – my first video has, I think, 480 views in eight days. Wow. So Hell yeah, dude. He's, uh, he, he actually will call me when he gets home from school to let me know what my video totals, my view, total views are. <laughs> so – Check it out, Rock Mastrangelo. It's M A S T R A N G L O, and uh, subscribe and smash that like button if you like it. <laughs> wow, All right. professional we're, here. Yeah, I was gonna say we're gonna have two YouTube stars on here. I love it. All right, um, if you want to find me, I'm at uh, Facebook.com/slash/OpenYourToys, Instagram at SlickMcFavor, as well as on Twitter. Again, I'm not really on Twitter, but uh, email at Slick at OpenYourToys.com. All right, we'll we'll start. Let's let's hopefully go from the uh, most boring to the least boring. Uh, Lotus, what are you drinking, sir? LG fridge water, <laughs> ice, ice with ice. Ice, ice, baby. Yeah, ice, ice, and LG fridge water. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, okay, Rock. Hopefully, you can outdo me because what I am drinking is uh, is a beer called Genesee. It's New York's oldest brewery, founded in 1878, and the only other description on here is beer. And uh, this was. About two twenty-five a six-pack, two dollars and twenty-five cents <laughs> a six-pack. It's actually not that bad. I'm like, shit. I think I found my new favorite, like old man cheap beer. You know? Uh, yeah. See, that's a college town, Tennessee. <laughs> so uh, mm. I'm not surprised that'd be a beer that the college kids would drink. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's got it's got a little cheap beer flavor to it, but it's still kind of smooth. So. All right, Rock. Don't disappoint us. Don't disappoint well, us. I'm not drinking alcohol, but I'm a big coffee drinker. And on Sundays, I reward myself by drinking. Uh, I take my beans that I buy. I grind them. And I make a fresh pot of coffee. I'm drinking Hampton's coffee, hazelnut flavored coffee. Oh. That the beans are slow roasted in the actual South Hampton location. The original wow. and first branch of Hampton coffee. So you're drinking like local coffee. That's insane. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, it's, I I love that coffee. I mean, it's a little pricey. I mean, it's like fifteen or sixteen dollars a pound, but I feel like you get 
the quality of it. Um, you know, I'm a more of a coffee snob than a beer snob, but uh, yeah, I wanted to be nice and caffeinated. So if you uh, if you go into like a Kroger's or whatever you have on the East Coast there, what would like a Kroger brand coffee in bulk cost per pound? Just for oh, well, reference. Like, uh, oh, like we go to BJ's wholesale and I mm-hmm. buy the big Folgers. It's I think you get five or six pounds for nine dollars. Oh wow! Okay, so yeah, considerably different. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, good. I look forward to maybe you uh, dropping some knowledge uh, coffee style because I, I don't drink coffee like period. I I used to drink coffee when I was 12 years old and went square dancing with my mom. So we were basically there with only people 65 and older. And uh, <laughs> so everybody drank coffee. So I put like you know, a cup of cream and a cup of sugar and a cup of coffee all together and mixed it. <laughs> but never have drinking coffee since. It's one of those, oh. thankfully, one of those vices that I avoided. You know, maybe the only one. I drink a pot of coffee a day. Oh, see, that was my mom. And she got horrible migraines. Do you get bad headaches? No, but my pee looks like used motor oil. That's the only <laughs> bad part. <laughs> That's probably the only side effect. I mean, it doesn't. The caffeine doesn't even affect me. I mean, I I get up so early for work, and I bring a I have like a big Coleman coffee uh, canister. I bring with me, yeah. and I have a thirty two ounce travel cup for the car ride. <laughs> I mean, I take the whole pot of coffee with me, and I come home with with the whole thing is empty. And then I have another cup right before I go to bed, and I go to sleep like nothing. Yeah, it has zero effect on me. It's like the way it tastes. Yeah, well, Miss McFavor used to be able to drink Red Bulls and fall asleep. Like, I was just like, are you crazy? He said she's cut down her caffeine. But, dude, I drink, I drink like, a Coke, which is, like, 34 milligrams or something ridiculous, something low. And, like, I'm, like, boing, for, like, five yeah. hours. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I'm the same I'm the same way. Like, I, I love coffee. So, I mean, I'm all with your rock. Uh, I, I brew my own. I do the – I have a cold brew carafe oh, that wow. I make my own. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely into coffee, but it has to be in the morning. Uh, if, if I try to have coffee, like after maybe 11 AM, I'm literally wired the whole day and I drink coffee every day, but I don't drink a lot. I literally drink one or two cups and that's it. And only in the morning. Yeah. Only in the morning. Yep. Well, we need to record in the morning. Maybe we'll see a like no, super no. like lively Lotus. Uh, what? What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck, man? No, I'm no. I'm still the I'm still the same. <laughs> so you brew your coffee with the fridge water then? Oh yeah, it's all LG okay. fridge water, and then I have my own. Uh, I have a Japanese uh, cold brew carafe, uh, all glass, and. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I play around with different coffees. You know, the, the more expensive coffees, you're it's going to be less acidic. You know, that's really the whole right. key is that the cheap coffee is going to have a lot of acid in there. It's going to really taste really bitter. Um, you know, when you have a good quality coffee, you're going to have, you know, less acid, you know, tasting in there. And it's it's just going to you're going to get a lot more flavor. So, yeah, I'm all absolutely you. correct. On I, 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 I'm not into the bean like I don't grind my own beans and stuff. I mean, that's something that I was thinking of doing, but I've just never actually tried that, you know. But, um, yeah, I just have a whole ritual Sunday morning, go out, get the bagels and the cream cheese, make the pot of coffee, and then I read this local paper. It's called Dance Papers. It's like everything you need to know in the Hamptons and the North Fork. So, 
you know, it's about what celebrities doing this and this and that. And, you know, look at all the houses, like look at all the mansions I can't afford. And uh, I just, you know, it's, that's my ritual. So I, I don't, and just one more thing about coffee. I don't, uh, for the morning coffee, I drink hot, just regular hot coffee. And I don't have a pot, so what I have is a little uh, little thing called the AeroPress. And uh, it, it's kind of like, you know, the old school French press, except it's like in a cylindrical tube and it's got a plunger. And you take uh-huh. a little you take a little filter and you put it on the bottom of this thing. And then you put in, you know, a couple tablespoons of coffee. Uh, and then you put in your hot water on top of it. And then you push it down. And it, it's kind of the same concept of, you know, what a Keurig does. It's a high pressure, you know, it, high pressure through a filter. And basically, it, you know, it... it you can make it as rich as you want. So if you just want just, you know, the ex- ex- espresso taste, you know, you can just drink it like that or you can dilute it with water, you know. So, uh, yeah, I, that's what I do. I don't actually Sounds have good. a pot thought manual and it's uh, it really comes out great. Hey, all right. So that's it for coffee talk. Let's get into some fucking <laughs> toy talk. uh first up con news so in a uh first time which is which seems kind of interesting and then i start reading and i look at these and i'm like holy fucking shit um so if you've never been able to get comic-con passes or you know ever uh tried uh right now they're basically impossible to get um they allow anybody that's gone a previous year to uh go again before they offer them to the general public which you know it rewards you know uh it rewards the uh loyalty of people i know people that have been going for 18 years and they're able to go every year because they get first dibs on passes um but so having to do that and plan and say six months in advance i'm going to comic-con doesn't always work out so they do a really great thing especially now that badges are getting up to like 300 bucks or 400 bucks or something uh they allow you to like literally like a month or two before the con to cancel and get a refund minus like a 25 dollar processing fee or something something nominal and uh before they would uh some t- a couple times they've done like a lottery where they just gave those out um but a lot of times they just say okay that's just 5000 less people that that are going to come you know well now they have this whole initiative to start us a, uh, a comic con museum and so because comic con is a non-profit uh, they're trying to raise money for this Comic-Con museum. And what they're doing this year is they have started an eBay account and they are auctioning off all of the passes that get returned. Now, whether that's true in the back end or what, whatever, hopefully they're, they're doing this on the up and up. But uh, if you go to eBay account sdcomic-con, you can uh, see this. And they said they're going to be basically uh, putting these things up uh, periodically all the way up into the show because you have to pick them up at the show. Uh, let me try to get to their Comic-Con account or their eBay account here. Uh, so items for sale currently are 28. These are two passes, uh, two passes per auction. 
the one that is ending the soonest is at a thousand dollars so far. And that, like I say, I think it's like three or four hundred bucks. So that's not outrageous. But what I wanted to look at, and I should have done this before I actually started this, I wanted to show uh, their sold ones. Because I know I was looking at one this morning that ended today, and it was already at like 1500 Oh, yeah. See, they're fucking... I'll have to look at this. But they're somehow they're blocking uh, their past uh well no they can't do that can they anyways uh i can't see any of their finished auctions yet so but uh kind of cool if you've got the money and you're just like you know it is next to impossible so if you got the money this is on your bucket list that's something you can think about for this year um, don't even get me started on what it takes to get into the hotel lottery and the parking lottery and all that kind of shit. It's ridiculous. Um, all right. Toy news. The new, new shit for Transformers, uh, got posted. So these are in package picks of, uh, Drift in his helicopter mode, a deluxe version of him. Uh, we get Siege, uh, Springer. And, and I know it's just this picture that knee just looks super wonky yeah. with the big old, big old, like lower leg, skinny upper mm-hmm. leg, and then a little tiny pin. I think it's just the joint. I think it's just that, you know, that connection joint that's making it oh. look really, really bad. Because if you look on the other side, you know, it's okay. Yeah. And it does look like it has another bend right, right there. Right. Exactly. You see the yeah. Pin. Yeah. Yeah. Looking good, and and I think I'm echoing a lot of people's, like, the only complaint with this shit is that silver fucking paint applications that they're trying to do to make it look like a wash, to make them look Mm -hmm. like they're worn and, you know, aged. Like, get rid of that, and these figures are, are about as good as it's gotten in, you know, quite a few years for Hasbro. Um, we also get a Thundercracker, which this is, and in this line, this line's doing so well, I can't imagine we won't see a Skywarp, but I don't know, being a Seeker collector, I don't know how many times I've gotten bitten by getting two of three Seekers and never getting the third one, or it being a Japanese exclusive, or, you know, something like that. Are you collecting the Tetra Jets? Because these are all the Tetras. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wasn't going to, and then, uh, and then I was like, I, I, like I say, I'm kind of like with Bobby. I love my iGear. Is it iGear or Impossible yeah, Toys? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I think it's iGear. Yeah, iGear. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love those Tetra Jets. Their face, the super soft face sculpts are like the worst part of it, in my opinion. Like they just, they look like knockoff toys. The face sculpt mm-hmm. is so soft, but. Besides that, you know, I, I love those ones. I, I only have the three original. I don't have like the cone heads and then mm-hmm. the extra ones they did, but, um, okay. So this is where this episode's going to take a little bit longer as we get to know you rock. Uh, do you collect any modern transformers? What I've been buying is the new, well, they're the re-releases, the Walmart version ones. I, I buy those and I also buy some of the, um, the KO ones from eBay, 
which has kind of been hit and miss. I've gotten some that were delivered, some that weren't delivered. I mean, I, I look at the new ones when I go to the stores, but I haven't really purchased any. I haven't really purchased any of those, the, the newer ones. Okay. Yeah, so primary, primarily vintage, right? Either KO, yeah, vintage or reissue. Re- reissue vintage, correct? Yeah, yeah. Because if people haven't seen uh, Rock's uh, collection displayed, he displays it very much like a toy store. Like he has his he has his vintage carded Star Wars collection, which is complete, right? Oh, we're going to save that for what we got in. Spoilers. Oh, spoilers. spoilers. Anyways, he displays them on a peg like you would find them in a store and that kind of shit. So uh, very cool. Oh, here's a Skywarp right here. What it? Oh, I clicked into the next news article and there's the Skywarp. That's hilarious. Oh, okay, yeah, that, so. I see that. I, yeah, I was still on the other page as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny so those were in package picks of the next waves coming up there's also high tower from the uh studio series uh devastator um and then we got some picks and what what it's a uh facebook page for demand toys uh revealing uh skywarp and these are battle packs so it looks like the skywarp is including two of the target master uh three of the weapon masters i guess because the uh pterodactyl there is a axe um and then we get one of the fembots who uh green light yeah. uh these are all exclusives like green light which is also shown the firestorm pack includes a black redeco siege sideswipe which is the g2 sideswipe um and it says it sacrifices his G2 symbol for a battle battle master along with slam dance, which the slam dance is really inventive in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, great reuse of that mold. I, uh, you know, I think every time they create these crazy, this is a redeco of flywheels, um, the duo con. Anytime they do a crazy like concept like this, um, it's, uh, interesting when they find another way to do it. So, um, and then I'm a G2 Sideswipe fan, so I could care less for any of the other Lamborghinis that they're releasing in this line, but I would like that, uh, Sideswipe. And it looks like he'll come with the Slam Dance, which I wouldn't have normally gotten, even though I'm a cassette collector, but I'll take it. I mean, if it's a battle pack, that's fine. I just don't like the red on the side of Sideswipe. You know, the red. Uh, the yeah, G2. what like, the yeah, fuck? I don't know it's why out they, of place. Yeah, yeah it's that, out of place. Yeah. And and it's fine back there at the back of the door. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah, where a, a Lamborghini a would, yeah, yeah, where the Lamborghini would have yeah. a vent. But yeah, that one right at the, you know, right behind the front wheel yeah. well is, yep. yeah, that looks, it's one of those things, I'm not going to display it like that. I'm going to display it like the above with the target master and that kind of shit. So, but good point. Good point. Lotus. Um, let's see here. And then the newest. Uh, so this has got me excited. I, again, I know lots of people aren't huge fans of, uh, Hasbro's attempt at combiners and that kind of stuff. But, uh, we get, uh, who is a snap trap, from uh the Seacons as 
a generation selects which is kind of interesting because the selects is that they're like one-off like essentially their legends line from last year right yeah but the, like, these all come i think these are all the ones that are coming in those uh brown boxes yeah exactly yeah the little like uh specialty exclusive ones but now they don't have anyone to distribute them so they just do them themselves yeah i'm just saying you know you don't get any box art it's just a brown box with a label slapped on there i just i took a look at uh, that red swoop that just came out recently so yeah hell yeah uh, is this figure supposed to be pretty I mean it's like looks to me like almost unpainted is that the actual finished product it's kind of <laughs> just a lot of grays and whites <laughs> is that a is that a throwback to to birds first days on the podcast no I'm being dead serious oh. <laughs> is, I'm just no I mean I don't I'm looking we, at we it, I'm always like, gotta it just, we always gotta initiate people like now we can tell the listeners, longtime listeners that have never gone through the show notes as we talk about <laughs> stuff. Ah. No, this is this is just prototype gray. So this oh, okay, is, yeah. This guy when he comes out will be what were they like teal? Oh, and yeah, teal. Like, yeah, some fuchsia. And, yeah, like a fuchsia and light blues and yeah. No, this is all just prototype grays. Or okay, so that makes more it. sense than because I was looking at. It, I'm like, it's a cool idea. I like the idea of a snapping turtle. But I'm looking at. It, I'm like, well, really, it, when you look at, it, it's pretty bland looking. So, all right. I love it. That's a full circle. I think this is meant to be rock okay well well you know what i mean i'm a podcast listener not a podcaster so i'm used to just walking around and putting my earbuds in and doing my thing so i'm not used to looking at the notes but i do i do appreciate all the hard work you put into uh, the behind the scenes work on this All right, uh, Hasbro's first quarter results came in, and because of Monopoly, Play-Doh, and Transformers, they've had some uh, revenue gains, especially after the big losses in the fourth quarter due to the Toys R Us closure last year. Um, let's see, what else did they say nearby? Blah, 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 blah. Revenue gains. Oh, so this was the other interesting thing. They said... Uh, uh, a lot of this has to do with the Bumblebee movie's success and the associated toys driving point of sale growth. I bought more Bumblebee movie toys than I thought I would because I like the movie. So I, that's exactly me. And then, uh, Goldner, which is CEO, uh, mentioned that next, there is a Netflix partnership entertainment initiative due in 2020 Transformers War for Cybertron is being an important content stream that will continue to drive fan business. So, I mean, I would say without revealing anything, they said, hey, we're doing a fucking War for Cybertron cartoon on Netflix next year. So... Uh, I'm a financial guy. Quick quick question. Mm -hmm. Uh, The $732 million in revenue, Hasbro Gaming made their overall operating money received go up by two percent how much do you think in the quantity in millions was derived from those poop games i saw at target <laughs> i'm I really say, curious i would say at least one million poops that would be my uh that would be my conjecture 
It seemed like that whole board game section at Target. Every time I went, it was 10% of all games was poop related at Christmas time. So that, uh, that one bucket that you, that <laughs> the last the bucket that you showed was actually a clearance item. Oh, well, it was twenty dollars. It was full price. Oh well, I, I seen that one. It was actually a clearance on my target. So I had to go on YouTube to actually figure out what that game was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, let's. Uh... <laughs> I mean, if we if we want to, you know, I, I would imagine that you take the potato and you put it in your ass, and you drop the potato from your ass, and that's supposed to be a uh, poop, poop game, right? You yeah. sound like a very experienced player. How many how many rounds of this game have you won already? So i <laughs> I did read what I, I did read what was on there, and uh, I feel that that's kind of what it was all about. <laughs> the best when you watch the YouTube videos of people actually playing it, they show there's one that's a bunch of senior citizens playing it. Oh, <laughs> I don't think they need to carry real potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to give the company credit for basically selling a brown bucket and charging twenty dollars for it, and you still have to get your own potatoes. So it comes with it comes with actually ten fake potatoes. Okay, ten okay. plastic gotcha. potatoes. So yeah, honestly, profit margin something like that. It's got to be tremendous because you're talking about two plastic buckets and ten, you know, plastic potatoes. Yeah. So it it literally can't cost anything. Yeah. But yeah, big big part of Hasbro's profit, poop toys. <laughs> All right, give me a second here. Um, this might I have derailed to, the show. No, this might have to be a <laughs> point. I uh, I literally just opened up a egg of slime and it fucking went everywhere like i i tried to drop just a little bit in my hand and it just dropped on everything and it's not releasing like slime should oh my fucking god why did you you opened up that vintage slime from last week no no this is just the slime from one of mattel's like lego lines oh okay fucking all right yeah sorry it's not it's not slime consistency it's just liquid well, no, it's it was slime consistency last a couple of weeks ago. Now it is like literally like watery and will not clean up like good Mattel slime does. So, sorry, hmm. give me a second. I got to go get some paper towels. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get into Super Seven Q and A. And they actually re- like hinted and slash revealed a couple things in this. Um, first up, it says in round 10, and I love this. I love that we've been doing this enough with Super 7 that fanboys are already starting to reference like other Q&As that they've done. <laughs> it yeah. says in round 10 of the Q&A from August of last year, you said Eldor and Hero were the only unproduced items you had worked on. Other than filmation versions of the vintage figures, have you updated your plans to include more previously unproduced 5.5 Motu figures. Uh, And he says, there are a bunch of old unproduced pieces we would love to make. We have been able to work together with Mattel to release the Lost Hero in Eldor and would love to continue the series. The current 5.5 line is as seen on TV line. So we're limited in that series to the characters that appeared on the TV show. For in, for in, 
instance, making robot He-Man rather than a toy accurate faker or other various alternate colors. And uh, he was, they were on a roast Google's podcast and they actually had quite a bit of information about how this line works. And it's basically like they can't make anything outside of as seen in the cartoon. So they approached him trying to do a zombie He-Man, that, that clear translucent green one, the, or slime pit He-Man, as some, of them call, some people call it. They tried to do an anti-Eternia, the black and red repaint of He-Man. But because those weren't in the cartoon, they can't make them in that 5.5 line with the deal they have so far. Um, it's a, uh, uh, barbecue 17 says, why do online retailers like BBTS still have pre-orders open for items from the collector's choice and club Grayskull wave two has super seven already sent them all of their stock or can we expect BBTS to receive more inventory? So they're asking, uh, so BBTS always puts up pre-orders for items when super seven announces them. They have some kind of deal where BBTS buys a certain allotment from Super 7. And so they can still be on pre-order even if even if uh, Super 7 has fulfilled their orders already. They can still be on pre-order through BBTS until they decide to release all of their shipments. So, I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer. Again, another guy referencing round 10 of the QA last year in August. You said you'd love to make oversized beast. If there was enough interest, what about plans for more vehicles or beast mounts? And then this was, uh, he says, we are more than happy to make any of the oversized items that the fans are interested in. At the moment, we are very focused on Snake Mountain, which is a beast unto itself. Good play on words there. Uh, Mr. Brian Flynn or whoever answers these. Uh, Sean Flaherty says, do you have plans uh, for making Kenner S Tauntaun style reaction battle cat or other beast and vehicles? So when he says Kenner S Tauntaun style, so a battle cat where literally he would have a trap door in his back that you would just shove a five point of articulation figure into. And he says, we may or may not have thought about this. We may be even talked about it amongst ourselves. Who knows? We may even have something up our sleeves. Only time will tell. So at least saying, hey, we've talked about it, that kind of thing. And then uh, last guy asked, do you have any plans to produce vintage 5.5 uh, Princess of Power characters with rooted hair? Um, and it says we'd love to continue the 5.5 line with Princess of Power. Currently all new POP items are a little tricky because of the overlap with the new Netflix series. Uh, if we are able to do it, we will. So a lot of crazy stuff going on with the movie coming out. And now they're having this Netflix cartoon that's kind of taking off and doing really good. So, uh, in the podcast I listened to... Brian had a lot of like shit is just up in the air right now that he's like, we don't know what we're going to be doing two years from now when it comes to Motu because of the movie, because of the TV show, that kind of shit. So, uh, interesting Q and a this month. Mm. 
All right, and so like I say, we're just going to go down the line as we hit these properties. Rock, do you collect masters at all? Do you even do vintage? I or? collect. I dabble in both. I have some vintage, and then I also collect some of the. They actually reissued ones they did in the mid two thousands, and then I also pick and choose to fill in my collection, the new ones. Interesting. The, the, the only thing fives. I found is you, you made a very valid point that I got. I I feel really burned by pre-ordering them from Super Seven. Mm -hmm. I got a case; they were all extremely damaged. I mean, bubbles broken. Wow. The cards were completely bent. I mean, they were horrifically the, the the shape I got them in was horrible. And now I won't buy them from. I, I will not pre-order them from Super Seven. I'll get them from Big Bad Toy Store. Yeah. Well, and and so Brian's big thing during that whole podcast was please stop flaming us on socials, contact our customer service, and we'll make everything right. We're collectors. Like, we don't want you to have a cross-eyed She-Ra or anything. Did you try to contact them to see if they would replace? I did contact them. Unfortunately, they mailed. they sent me an email. Then I sent them pictures, and I just didn't follow up in yeah. with trying to send them back. And what I just ended up doing was, it was Christmas time. My wife just reordered me from Big Bad Toy Store a whole new set. And uh, then I actually sold my damaged ones on eBay just to get back what I paid for them, and they sold. Oh, uh, so, yeah. Well, yeah, especially if they're not available or whatever. Yeah. I mean, even the ones I got from Big Bad, they're not – I wouldn't say they're mint – I mean, she didn't pay for the overcharge, like the $2 surcharge to get, like, the collector, the collector grade. Yeah. yeah, but I know now in the future I will gladly pay two extra dollars to make sure it's in better condition. Yeah, so, and and I, I've never done collector grade, but I did, like, the Jumbo Royal Guard. And his shit, like, came, the bubble was busted. Uh, like, he had popped through the tray. If you've ever had one of the Jumbo vintage Star Wars, uh, they're not loose in the bubble like a vintage figure. They have a tray still. And he was like punctured through the tray because he was so heavy. And I'm like, I was like, I know I don't do collector grade, but come on. You know, this is yeah. a little too far. And they sent me a replacement. And that shit's expensive because those are those things are like fucking two feet by two and a half feet you know yeah they gotta big. be heavy yeah exactly so yeah bbts especially for the 5.5 line is the same price they don't bump it up like they do with the filmation or the classics line that uh vintage 5.5 line is the same price as super seven so i would suggest getting them through bbts oh it's an like absolute no-brainer to buy yeah. through bbts yeah especially the shipping too you know, the shipping fucking through Super 7 can be ridiculous. No, you're absolutely correct on that. Um, all right. New Star Wars skews. Uh, this is for people like Peter. I don't know who the hell these people are besides E8 Stormtrooper. That's probably all I know. Uh, there's p people online conjecturing who all these people are. Uh, this is for uh, the new Black Series, so this will most likely include characters from the new movie, as well as they're saying the 
if you remember on a past show, we talked about the Force Friday coming out uh, in August, September, October, somewhere later in the year. Is going to be a Force Friday for The Rise of Skywalker, Jedi the Fallen Order, the video game, and The Mandalorian. So these figures can be from any one of these franchises. And like I say, people that know Star Wars and follow all the fiction and rumors and all that will know better what these are but these are upc slash walmart skews if you follow that um and then uh ghostbusters mp10 fully revealed all right lotus come mm-hmm. on you gonna do this no. no i mean i'm so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna buy it but i gotta say it's it's really awesome compared to what we originally talked about, which mm-hmm. I think maybe three weeks, I don't know if it was three weeks ago, but um, when we originally, we only had just um, like a Photoshop picture of the MP10. We didn't really know too much about it. And then we started to see additional pictures come out. And yeah, this is awesome that they actually, you know, have the ghost trap is, you know, a version of roller. I think that fits perfectly. Um, having the, uh, you know, where the Matrix would normally go, having the license plate there. Not, <laughs> not a big fan of, not a big fan of Ecto thirty five, like you know, dash thirty five. What I'd is rather the it's Ecto one. Yeah. What is? Yeah, they're trying the, to, oh, do, they're trying to do a thirty five. Yeah, thirty fifth yeah. anniversary. Sorry. Yeah, so I'd rather see an Ecto one there. Uh, so that's kind of stupid. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's interesting. Uh, it says that they're made in Vietnam, which I believe that is better. It's a, usually a better quality build than uh, the the uh, Chinese ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the box looks great. I mean, I think they did a great job having a you know a ghost trap uh, or a, a, a proton pack uh, yeah. with straps. I was it's actually at you can that. wear it. You know, and that's perfect because it's a Comic Con exclusive. Of yep. fucking course. So you could literally strap this shit to your back if you didn't have any more room in your bag now. Why you? Would I mean, do that. no one's no one yeah, would do exactly. that because I'm sure I'm sure the straps would just break right out of the box. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, no, it looks really good. The trailer looks pretty cool. I mean, I think you know, after all, they really did a good job on there. I don't know. It's it's just it's awesome on so many different levels. Yeah, it's, I love it. Yeah, the Autobot insignia on the back of the box on the proton pack, the slime, the sign, the slime like exploding across the trailer, like he literally just ran over Slimer yep. or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm much more impressed, and especially being a Hasbro Pulse Premium member, yeah, I could see me picking this up at cost but nowhere above that and never taking it out, leaving it just like this, you know? And I mean, you consider like that Walmart Optimus prime was $50 without a cab, (laughs) not being exclusive. (laughs) Then you compare this to one fifty, It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. This is more, much more worth the money than compared to the, the other Optimus. Yeah. It also looks like, I don't know if you look at the, um, that one picture there towards the bottom it looks like there's an additional proton pack that possibly pops up from the top of the trailer maybe you can open up the trailer and then put an additional yeah i uh, think that's the meta 
you know, the Meta Bay robot, you know, oh, that, yeah, because right. that, that shit pops up on you're the regular right. version. So I think they just like remolded it. Which yeah. Is cool too, That's cool. Know? That's yeah. really cool. They did a good job. So, yeah, I love this. Yeah, this is much more impressive than just the than the cab shot, you know, cab bot shot. The only thing I'm not too fond of, I mean, I, not, it's not that I'm not fond of it. I just don't understand why they didn't do, like, the brown legs. I would have thought they would have just kept the brown, you know, brown legs, you know, thighs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it could have been, like, mud on the truck or something. Mm. Well, I was just yeah, saying, good, like, good point. I was just saying, like, for, you know, for the, for the suit, you know. Right. Jumpsuit. But, yeah, looks good. Yeah, I'm excited. Like I say, I'll pick it up at cost, but no no greater than that. Um, All right, let's go ahead and get into, uh, let's do third party, and then we'll take a quick break. Uh, First up, Boss Fight and Lucha Libre team up. And now, I couldn't find this posted anywhere on the web. I got an email about it, and I didn't want to copy and paste the whole email. So in the notes, I just put a reference, so I'd look this up. And then, uh, so Boss Fight Studio for immediate release, Mast Republic slams into licensing with Boss Fight Studio. Uh, so Firefly brand management licensing agent for Mass Republic, owner of Legends of Lucha Libre and Little Lucha's brands, have tapped Boss Fight Studio as their global toy partner. The new toy line will launch in 2020. Boss Fight will launch an all-new line of unique action figures, carry cases, role play, and blind packs featuring the heroic luchadors whose IP rights are managed by Mass Republic. So this is basically like them getting the Mexican WWE license, which is huge, because uh, this goes all the way back to the 70s. Like, you know, they basically can do the Hulk Hogan of Mexican wrestling and fucking three and three quarter and sounds like role play and all kinds of stuff. So boss fights uh definitely getting out of their lane which is cool they're hasbro employees so i have all faith in them to do this um the only other people that have really tackled this license is uh super seven they are doing reaction lucha libres uh literally this year so i don't know if that was just kind of a one-time license and now they're going to give it to Boss Fight to be their global toy partner. Um, but I I was going to pick up one of those luchadors just because I have a soft spot in there. You know, I grew up in New Mexico. We, lot of, we watched a lot of Mexican wrestling and shit. Um, but now I'm going to wait because I can get a super articulated hacks luchador, you know, to fucking represent my love for that fucking part of my life so i thought that was really cool and uh because i couldn't find any information on mass republic or boss fight i would just say uh keep an eye out for those as that kind of comes to fruition uh so if anybody knows me i'm a big fan of ko i shouldn't say a big fan of ko's but i take advantage of knockoffs and we're not talking about bootlegs or third party we're talking about straight knocking something off like box instructions 
all that shit. Uh, so Chinese authorities raided Lepin, I guess, or Lepin, however you want to pronounce that. Uh, they are they are the number one Lego knockoff company in the world, coming from China. Um, they raided three different factories. There's all kinds of stats here. Uh, three warehouses, more than 10 assembly lines, more than 90 production molds. Now, remember, these molds are what allows them to knock them off so closely as they do a good job on these molds. And these things can cost tens of thousands of dollars. Nearly 200,000 manuals, more than 200,000 packaging boxes, and more than 630,000 finished project, products for more than, uh, that equates to more than 200 million yuan, or yuan, the Chinese denomination. Sesh. What? Szechuan. Szechuan. <laughs> Uh, so this is crazy. Like I, and this is how awful I am. I was literally the other day looking at Le Pen, uh, Voltrons because hmm. I, I really don't want to pay $180 for a Lego Voltron. And, uh, like on AliExpress, I can get one for like 60 bucks shipped from China. Yeah. So, it, so have you have you actually purchased these before? No, or? no, I've I never have. gotten one. Oh, have you? Yeah, I when my son five, five years ago when he got into Legos, you know we were trying to get the, the minifigures, and you know how these sets are. You need to buy this set and you get these three mm -hmm. figures. You buy this set, you get these couple, and you're gonna spend a tremendous amount of money trying to get the core characters. I went on AliExpress. I don't know how I ended up finding it. Literally a dollar a piece. I think I got 15 or 12 figures. They were about a buck a piece. I got every single key character in Star Wars. They came in about three weeks. You can't tell the difference between them and the Legos. I mean, I think the quality was really good. The price was extraordinary. But I mean, I see where it's complete, you know, IP infringement. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is this is no gray area. This is stealing, you know, and you're supporting people that steal. And I'm the same way. I've never bought a set. But, yeah, I have probably 30 or so KO Lego figures from Voltron to Jason Voorhees to Freddy Krueger to fucking, you know, Hulks, all kinds of different knockoff figures. So... Yeah. yeah, when you go to any Comic-Con, there's multiple vendors. That's all they sell are KO Lego figures. They all look authentic, but you'll see. I mean, they have them set up on, looks like, like high school bleachers. Yeah. And they have every character you could think of between movies and pop culture. And, you know, it's, the more you buy, the bigger of a discount you get. But the cheapest is they average $5 a figure if you buy whatever their bundle is. But, yeah, it's a, it's a big market. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The mini the mini fig thing is where they really clean up. So it'll be crazy to see how this affects prices, if this really makes a difference at all. And this is what this article talks about. If if uh, you consider the uh, range of Le Pen, like how it's everywhere, like hundreds of thousands of fucking retailers on aliexpress alibaba fucking s sell these like 
this is probably a drop in the bucket of what their manufacturing is, you know. I, I grew up in Queens. We had a lot of flea markets, and the vendors were normally, you know, foreigners. And I grew up not knowing the difference between a KO, a knockoff, uh, and I bought lots of GoBots and Transformers. And I think, Slick, you brought up on the last episode about Slobby's World. Yeah. I binge-watched that in one weekend. Nice. That was... That Isn't that hit amazing? Me. Yeah, because <laughs> when the, the flea market I worked in as a 10-year-old was in Queens. And when you started talking about Canal Street, bootlegs, and KOs, that hit me in my heartstrings yeah, because so that. much stuff there was KOs and bootlegs. But like when I was buying these GoBots and Transformers, I didn't know the difference. I knew they looked like it. I didn't care what the packaging was. But yeah, I mean, even today, like when I bought these, I didn't really feel bad. I mean, Lego's a billion dollar company yeah i mean it's their ip but maybe your shit wasn't so expensive i would <laughs> well you know, people wouldn't resort to this that's exactly right like when they have things at the beginning of movies where it's like piracy isn't is not a victimless crime it's like yeah but what the ceos of these companies do that's a victim based crime you know when Right. And Charlize Theron makes fucking $20 million a movie to literally spend maybe 70 hours total on set or something, you know, actually acting. But yet we have poor everywhere and that kind of shit. And they're like, oh, don't bootleg our movies. Like, fuck you. Um, let's see. World War One Bumblebee from uh, this has got to be Toy World, right? Yep. So Toy World is continuing with their uh, movie focus. And I really like this Bumblebee from that movie, at least. Um, this is kind of weird, the purple, and that's probably just the lighting on it. Um, I really like the Mercedes, like little town car he turns into, the armored Mercedes. Uh, but that's kind of interesting that we don't actually see that alt mode here. Um so curious to see how that turns out. Uh, they're also doing a World War One Starscream, and this I fucking love. Um, always been a fan of biplanes, triplanes, that kind of thing. So this is a Starscream that, for the most part, pretty closely resembles a movie Starscream, uh, but turns into a uh, German triplane, which just a recoculous amount of like weathering on it. Like that's just yeah. a little too much in my opinion, but uh, really cool, you know, in my opinion. Oh yeah. No, I mean, it, it looks, that's neat. That's yeah. definitely neat that they were able to do that. I like the stand that it comes with that. You can actually keep it in the other mode. Yeah. And display exactly. it that way. It's a pretty good idea. And what's hilarious is I have a little uh, snap kit from target that made a biplane with uh, Bullseye, the dog, as the pilot. So almost like an homage to uh, Charlie Brown and Snoopy as in the Red Baron thing. And it came with a flight stand that looks identical to this one. <laughs> Obviously not as good, because this is going to be a 100 to $150 toy, but... Um, and then Wasteland pre-orders from Four Horsemen, their uh, newest wave of Mythic Legions. 
which if it's this time of year, you know this includes their uh, PowerCon exclusives, which are awesome. Uh, so in Wasteland, we get uh, six new figures. We get a amazing troll that has a lot of the uh, orc deco. So he is fully decked out in helmet. He's all, or, and I shouldn't, uh, I don't know if I just said that he's a cyclops. But he's got a helmet, armor, all kinds of good stuff, an amazing axe. Um, you get, uh, their female barbarian is absolutely amazing. And I think this is the one that got fucked up with the last order. And that's why we're getting it with this order. Uh, so this is a female barbarian that has a cool Ikea cape and, uh, metal bra. If you're into that kind of thing, uh, you get a redheaded dwarf with a mohawk. And I think that dude is super amazing. Again, not getting any of those. And then lastly, you get one of their most popular thing is their goblins or whatever they call it. Wow, their website is really wonky right now. Like I can't even get a... Oh, I'm like, I can't even get a full shot of this. Uh, but this is like a super armored up goblin. Um, looks really cool. And then the thing that we all care about, if we're not Mythic fan, uh, Mythic Legion fanboys, is we get their PowerCon exclusives. First up is Kronoth. This is a Trapjaw homage and just looks absolutely amazing. I mean, great reuse of their, of their uh, sculpts to get a really good Trapjaw homage here. Uh, so rock, no interest in stuff like this one off, like, you know, amazing. Oh, homage I would love to, to buy these. These look incredible. I would love to buy it, but then it's, it comes down to the old dilemma of space. I mean, I would love to mm. buy these, but where do I put them? Yeah. I mean, these are incredible. I love the sculpting. The colors are incredible, but it's just, man, I, I don't know. I would have to buy another detail just to put these in. <laughs> They look fantastic. I think the, the sculpting's amazing. Yeah, I mean they they excel at the sculpting and the painting. I mean, you really do, especially considering now that Motu has jumped up to thirty five bucks, the same price as these Mythic Legions. Like Four Horsemen is blowing Super Seven out of the water, and they're working for Super Seven. Like that's what's crazy. Um, the other PowerCon exclusive is Purplore. This is, uh, if, if you know, last year's exclusive was a Battle Cat uh, painted version of their uh, feline, their anapomorphic feline character. So if you knew that, you probably knew we were going to be getting a Panthor. And amazing purple green armor. The green eyes on the cat are absolutely dope. Yeah, it looks really cool with the green eyes. And the cool thing about this is if you don't want to display it with a lion head or a skull head like with fucking uh, Trapjaw, they always include like normal like inline heads. So uh, Purplore gets an orc, a purple orc head, and then uh, the Trapjaw came with a barbarian head with like the horns that come down from a helmet. So 
those are all pre-ordered by me. I didn't want to... I, I pre-ordered the zombie slime He-Man from BBTS, and I pre-ordered these guys, so... My PowerCon exclusives are taken care of without having to harass my friend for a fourth year in a row now. So, um, And I still feel like I should get this Soul Spiller line just because my last name is in a toy series. <laughs> <laughs> I really think I should get it, but I just I can't do it, even though... It, it's Soul Spiller. Like, I never see my last name in print everywhere. Or I should... Online, digital, whatever. But... All right. That's it for third-party news. We got to take a break. I think my ears are going to fall off, and I'm about to pee, pee my pants. So... <laughs> Okay. We're going to go ahead and take a break. Uh, we'll be back with Store Report after these messages. Peace. Peace. Is Snake Mountain ready to take on He-Man? Any time! Snake Mountain, battle armor He-Man is going to each soul separately. You put the mountain together. Batteries not included. Is your serpent ready to strike? Yes! Come, He-Man. Come to Snake Mountain. It's you, <laughs> Snake Mountain with Echo Microphone. New from the Masters of the Universe collection. Action figures each sold separately from Mattel. All right, guys. Welcome back. We're going to go ahead and get into store port. Uh, retro collection hitting. So this is, uh, for you Star Wars collectors out there, this is the uh, currently Target exclusive retro collection uh, these showed up in California as far back as this was April 22nd. Uh, these have a, a street date on them of May 12th. So, um, and lots of people are reporting that they can see them in the system and the employees just won't sell them. So, uh, know that if you, if you want to knock these out, maybe show up right on that May 12th date and see if you can't pick up a whole case. It looks like it is a case of 12 with two figures, uh, per case. So, um, and then the other really interesting thing that they have since revealed now that people are picking them up is the big, ugly retro collection uh, graphic that's on the cards that is just a sticker thank fucking god because hmm. I literally didn't want to get them because of that big ugly seal I was going to get the ones that would fill holes in my in my loose collection which is basically a farm boy Luke and maybe that Han I think I have the other ones as actual vintage figures but uh yeah, that's just a sticker. Now, of course, the card back still has that, you know, photoshopped aging and stuff like that. So nobody's going to be pulling anybody, you know. I guess there might be people that take advantage of noobs or something like that. Somebody that's just starting to collect and they see that this Han is $100 less than a regular Han or something. I don't know. Like, I wish it was only 100 <laughs> but uh well i have first-hand experience with that this weekend i actually went to target because you know i'm in a lot of the star wars groups 
there was misconception all over the place. Some say they changed the street date to May 1st. I yeah, went I to heard, Target. Yeah, I saw and people then, saying it got bumped up. So many people had them. I went to my local Target. And actually, I ran to another podcaster from uh, it's an, another show I listened to. And he actually bought the board game. And the guy oh, went in the back nice. and got it for him, the Escape from the Death Star. And oh, I, I got to tell you, in hand, it looks pretty cool. I mean, you could tell it's a little weathered, but it's the graphics are just so bright. But they yeah. did a good job weathering it. I, I got to admit, I, at first, you know, being a vintage collector, uh, you know, I, I was like, well, I don't know if there's a need for it. But it's actually pretty cool seeing them in hand now. Yeah, and uh, the big complaint at Toy Fair when these were uh, announced was... Like, okay, the card back's not going to fool anybody. The biggest concern was the accessories. And uh, and they basically said, we're trying to make these as close to the originals as possible. And that really got a grumbling from the vintage, you know, community. That they're trying to make them as much of a and i don't know if you can call it a knockoff if it's the company that owns the rights to it but they're trying to make them as close to fucking the original ones as humanly possible yeah people have actually opened them up already uh i'm a member of the imperial commissary and it's like twenty one thousand members and people actually did side-by-side comparisons if you're a, a seasoned collector you'll have no problem you know differentiating you know, a, one of these newer ones and a true vintage weapon. Because that Leia Blaster is a $100 weapon, which yeah, is insane. Exactly. Yeah, because it's got that fucking, like, you know, what is it, like a half a millimeter fucking part on it where it oh, snaps it's, it's, all the Yeah, time. it's it's pre-lost is what people normally say. <laughs> that You know, what somebody should really do is go to the junkyards and go to the landfills, dig up, find every vacuum back in the 70s (laughs) and you'll find millions of dollars worth of weapons and accessories that's where they are hoover vacuum bags now what's even crazier about these uh retro collections is it looks like this is a timed exclusive because there's been reports that in six months this is going to open up to other uh, other avenues. So it says Hasbro sent out a press release clearing up some confusion about the first wave of retro collection. They are not exclusive to Target. They will be available at other specialty outlets later in the fall. Um, and it even has a retro collection retail MSRP of $9.99. Um, blah, blah, blah. Available exclusively at Target and Target.com on May 12th and at most fan channel retailers nationwide in the fall. So these are coming to BBTS. Don't kill yourself. Don't don't go to every Target in your area for the next month every day trying to find these. Yeah, these are selling for $30 a piece on eBay. Right yeah. now, they're three times market price, dude. The hot, like, I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna fucking be a toy reseller, it's all about the hotness. It's it happening right now, and and that's when things scream. If you can get your SDCC scalping up the day of, you're gonna make twice as much as the guy that puts them up a week after he gets back from the show. You know. 
Um, let's see, uh, A-Wing canceled. So we had a, I don't even remember what they call this, Force Link 2 Resistance A-Wing Fighter. So this is, uh, Force Link is just their 5.5 figures, but they were doing a battle-damaged A-Wing um, that was a quote, un, and I shouldn't say quote, it was unreleased and it's now been canceled. So wah, that sucks. Wah. That really sucks. You know? I know. I mean, I Lotus, really needed, <sighs> I know you had like 10 of them on pre-order to make a whole yeah. squadron, right? Yep. Yeah. I was going to hang them from my ceiling and got the fishing line, uh, right. 50 pound fishing line and, uh, um oh crazy oh <laughs> i'm looking at this and i guess the the blue one is the unreleased one they're showing the red one in the in the story that is people are finding it ross but this one's only 23 bucks oh i see what they're saying they're saying you can get the blue one on ebay right now because that's the one that did get released but that the red one is coming in eh, anyways I could care less. I hate the fucking A-Wing, so we're moving on. Uh, TVC Ties. Now, this is something I love. I love TIE Fighters. This is the Vintage Collection TIE Fighter in the Vintage Box. These were an $80 Walmart exclusive. People are finding them for 10 bucks on clearance right now. I mean, I, I told you the last show we talked about this. My yeah. Walmart had it for like 40 Yeah, and my, Yeah, a lot of them are still 40 Mine, uh, what did I say? Do you remember what I said? I think mine had them for, I don't want to say 20. That doesn't, that seems too low. 25 or 30. Mine was lower than yours, but it wasn't this 10 bucks yet. And, uh, I only bring up this 10 bucks because someone has found them here in Colorado for 10 bucks. Um, so now of course this is much less like Target Target, when it starts clearancing things, they roll those out nationwide. Uh, Walmart really depends on store management. So they store management gets suggestions and they can mark things down as they see fit. Or maybe it's all robots and how much they've sold probably is more so the case. Oh, thank you. Hi, guys. Miss McFavorite says hi. They didn't hear you. Pretty good. Hello. I, didn't pick it no, up. I heard her. All right, back to ten dollar ties. So, uh, so yeah, if I can find one for ten bucks, I'm getting it. But I have this tie in the original release. Jesus Christ, almost like nine years ago. So don't think that this is some like amazing brand new toy. They just keep repackaging it and coloring it differently. If I find it for ten dollars, I'll buy it for sure. Forty, no. Twenty five is. I think probably the, the the most I would pay for that. I was going to say, since your collection kind of teeters around uh, vintage boxes and vintage look of toys, like you don't have any of those qualms about bootlegs, KOs, or reissues. Uh, yeah, that's so... that's why I would pick it up, because I have the, uh, the Toys R Us exclusive X-Wing, and uh, I love that. I have that and the Scout Walker. So, yeah, I would yeah. definitely throw it up on top of my bookshelf. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Well, may may the discounts be with you, brother. Um, 
Let's see here. God damn, I can't even find my mouse. That's how much I've had to drink. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, online, this is where we get a bulk of our news. And I wanted to point this out because uh, Bobby Skullface just did a fucking video about this. Like, where have the prototypes gone? Where has the leaks gone in third party? Like, we used to get fucking silhouettes. Then we got a prototype. Then we got an in-hand prototype. Then we got a paint master. And we don't get any of that nowadays. We literally get reviews of figures coming out the next week that kind of thing and i've been noticing in the show notes for the last few months like toy news is next to nothing store report is next to nothing but online is like the bulk of our fucking third party is next to nothing online is the bulk of our news every single show and and it was interesting he's just like are you aware of this shift that, like, we don't find out about things until they're out, until you can pre-order them, until you can buy them, that kind of thing. So I did think that was kind of interesting, because I've noticed it doing the show notes, that our online section is the largest of all, probably for six months now. So, uh, speaking of online, the beginning of the end for G.I. Joe Collector Club uh, so they announced their, uh, they're starting their clearance. This is a 10% clearance at first. Um, tons of GI Joe stuff, tons of Transformers stuff as well. Um, the big thing that they're selling off right now, and I get it. I get why they're starting it so high because it's probably going to go down to 90% off for the most part. But they are selling the actual advertising signs, uh, advertising signs from the conventions. Um, now they only produce like three or four of these a year. They're 150 bucks now, 10% off, so 135 bucks. But I mean, if there was ever an exclusive you really loved from a BotCon or you really loved from a JoeCon, like these posters are huge. Um, for some reason that says it can't be rolled, it must be shipped flat. I haven't tried to add any of these to my, uh, add any of these to my cart and see what shipping might be. But if, if a huge poster has to be shipped flat, like they're either folding it or that's going to be a hundred dollars to ship the item, even though it weighs 12 ounces or something. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I'm... I guess they would. I mean, they're they're not going to fold it, right? Yeah, I can't imagine they would fold it. Not a hundred and fifty dollar poster, you right, know. Right. And so they actually look foldable. If you look at it, they look like a big cardboard foldable poster. Interesting. Yeah, and I guess I never paid close enough attention because I never thought they'd be for sale or anything like that. But tons of uh, of. Uh, uh, tech specs or file cards whatever you want to call them for transformers um lots of instruction and file card sets that are loose so if you had a figure that you never had instructions for and you really wanted it you can get some of those pretty cheap 10 15 bucks on here uh file cards going oh this is instructions too oh like five bucks six bucks for that kind of stuff 
really interesting. Some of the stuff they're putting up for sale. Already kicking myself. I literally a month ago I spent three hundred and fifty bucks on there, and if I would have waited till right now, it would have been uh, three hundred and fifteen bucks. But it's one of those. It's it's a gamble. You never know when this shit is going to sell out. I missed out on a box set that now I'm watching on eBay for twice as much as what it was. Kicking myself for that. But, uh, yeah, beginning of the end for uh, G.I. Joe and Transformers Collector Club ex- uh, product. I, I kind of feel like we've been talking about this for Forever. a long time. You yeah. know, and it's always a new sale, a new this, new <laughs> That's that. That's what they do. That's what they it, do. I don't, yeah, it, to me it doesn't mean anything, you know, because it's just, a, it's the same, it's the same garbage, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's a thing that they have figured out that works. It, if you don't, if you don't remember a month ago, I said, I'm done. I have every collector club product ever, but I keep going back. And looking at what they have for sale. I'm considering one of these BotCon or JoeCon exclusive posters. Because I went to 14 of them across my collecting. You know, across the last 12 years. So, I'll be watching them every step of the way. And whatever's left at 90% off, I'll buy that for 15 bucks. You know, if there's any left. But, yeah, they definitely know how to work it. Yeah, I found one in here I would definitely like to buy. And it's only $90. <laughs> and which one's that? It's the Creo G.I. Joe build-off sponsored by Toys R Us. And then it has, in quotation marks, thank you. So it's kind of like, it's got two things. It's got G.I. Joe and Toys yeah, R Us. Ah, interesting. You know? I, I bet if, if you were to tell on them that they couldn't sell that. You can't sell anything that has the Toys R Us logo. As a company, at least. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one to jump on. Get on it, Rock. Yeah, you guys make me spend so much money. No, don't 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 buy it. Jason's nuts. Don't buy it. Oh, look good in my room. Yeah. Now do you collect Creos? Is that why you like it? Or do you just like the crossover that it's Toys R Us. It's it's well. both. My son was into the Creos. He was at that age when he started to get into Legos, and the GI Joes were perfect until he started to put them together and realize, hey, oh, these are not the same as Legos. <laughs> they do not go together right. But I actually have a case, uh, the actual display box from mm-hmm. Toys R Us, of the blind bag minifigures. So yeah. I have that in my room. So I, you know, it, it's you know, it kind of meets both my things. It's. You know, it's G.I. Joe, it's packaging, it's all the stuff I'm into. Oh yeah. Well I'll have Thanks. to go look that I'll I'll have to go look that up and buy it before you do, because I love Korean right. G.I. Joe's. <laughs> well they says they might have more than one, which is good. <laughs> uh next up, BBTS put a ton of amazing pre orders up in my opinion. Uh first up is a Bandai Spirits, uh Star Wars, Star Destroyer and Super Star Destroyer model kit two pack. And uh, I, there can't be too much to these models. They're only uh, four inches long, um, and it's only 18 bucks. So I can't imagine. It, it may just be like a top and a bottom that you snap together with 
with the stand or something, but they have cool translucent stands and they look amazing for, you know, for essentially nine bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, and these are like, I would never want to buy anything in my house. I have the, I have the Lego star destroyer, which is pretty big. It's like two and a half feet long, but I would never want to take up like a huge amount of space, like with Java sail barge or, the flag, I wouldn't want to take up that much space, but these are like perfect little four inch plastic models that you can put on your desk that look super detailed if you're into those uh, uh, original trilogy Star Destroyers. Um, let's see, next up, a Yamaguchi Optimus Prime. So um, if people aren't familiar, Yamaguchi is uh, Revel Tech's like super high end line. So you can usually get a Revel Tech figure anywhere from 30 to 50 bucks. Uh, this Optimus Prime is $90 and looks amazing if yeah. you're into non-transforming transformers. Yeah, but they have amazing articulation. Yeah. That's so, exactly I mean, right. You know, you're you're gaining you're gaining a whole lot more articulation from, you know, because they don't have the engineering to transform. I mean, the poses that they've got this guy in are amazing. Look at the it, thing. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe it. I've never seen this before. It's yeah, wild. The yeah. double jointed necks and the butterfly, you know, butterfly arms, all that kind of stuff is is pretty spectacular. Uh, yeah, even like the crouched like sh- double fisted pistol shot is pretty oh that amazing. that's that's my favorite shot where he's is kneeling that, like that when yeah. he's, he's resting his elbow on his knee and he's he's yeah that's a that's a, an amazing articulation uh feet um we get uh seven extra hands his rifle and of course his energon axe um uh, very cool again 90 bucks is it's a little pricey for me yeah um I mean, that's actually interesting that they don't specify how many points of articulation but he's only uh 5.5 inches so the size wow that's that's a lot smaller than i pictured even so the size of one of the uh, vintage he-man figure um all right uh jabba's palace in and out of stock we're playing the walmart game here where things come in stock and they sell out within a couple hours then they go out of stock come back in stock it's currently out of stock so this is the vintage collection episode six return of the jedi jabba's palace adventure set playset um and this is actually something i'm interested in primarily because it has the cool mounted heads it's got a tauntaun mounted on there with a uh han and his carbonite that kind of thing so if you have a jabba and deus this would be like a perfect companion piece you know to put right next to it and give you enough space to display all of your jabba's palace denzians uh all right rock vintage box yay love it love it buying i mean that first time you see it you know i haven't seen it unfortunately we don't really go to walmart too often we're more of a target 
shopping family. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all you Walmart shoppers, rocks better than you. Just so you know. well, going to Target. <laughs> exactly. Hey, well, Walmarts don't have Starbucks in them, do they? Oh <laughs> no, they got, they got, they got Subway, crappy McDonald's. Yeah, they got Subway and McDonald's. What What are you talking about? Well, <laughs> know what it is by me? It's just when you go to a Walmart, it's almost like you need to go to a passport because you feel like you're in a foreign country. It's the yeah, same. It's the yeah, same it's anywhere. Same. Walmart oh, okay. is just Walmart. Okay. That's why if you go to the web, the website peopleofwalmart.com, you'll see all about Walmart there. <laughs> no, but I, I actually I love the. I mean, I love the toy. I just haven't gone to Walmart. If I can buy this, you know, on online, I would probably get it because, like I said, the vintage packaging. It comes with two figures. It's definitely worth fifty bucks. I mean, yeah. full price. It's definitely worth it. Well, yeah, so. you consider those figures since they are carded are uh, thirteen bucks a piece. That means this place sets twenty four bucks. Like, why wouldn't you do it for twenty four bucks? Even if you don't care about Star Wars, take the heads off and put a, uh, I don't know, Halo armor or fallout armor or something against the wall Ooh, excuse me uh snake mountain pre-orders so this was the easiest pass in my entire life one it's too big for any house ever two <laughs> it's six hundred dollars not including shipping shipping is a flat rate of a hundred and fifty dollars and that's if you're in the U.S., uh, no discount for combined shipping because they they have said they're going to ship it like furniture. So it's literally going to come freight to your house. Uh, so if you buy four, you pay four $150 shipping charges for this. Uh, now, is it amazing? It's amazing. I mean, it, it is. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, if you look at that first uh, that first picture there, as we scroll down, it shows it next to Castle Grayskull, and that's just ridiculous. I mean that. <laughs> I mean, there's just no comparison. Uh, we get a whole bunch of features here: demon with movable jaw, narrow uh, narrow bridge of red hot. Uh, of red hot lava falls, functioning trapdoor, real chains to shackle Skeletor's enemies, breakaway wall with secret entrance. So this is, uh, and he he got questioned on that podcast on uh, Roast Scooble Dinner, and said we don't see the breakaway wall in this, even though it shows it in your features. Where is that? And what is that? And it's uh, if you ever watch the cartoon, He Man is constantly punching a wall, uh, punching a hole in the wall of Snake Mountain. So they built in that feature. That's something that didn't come with the vintage toy. Uh, it has Skeletor's table and bone throne. Now that is the most interesting thing by far. Is the cool uh, animation accurate bone throne and table? Uh, horrifying dungeon creatures. Uh, they're like little tentacles that come out of the dungeon. People asked if they're bendy. Uh, he literally said, "If I can get that done before it comes out, then that's what we'll do." Because uh, he thought that was a great idea. Uh, scaled for um, blah 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 choice. I mean, yeah, okay. 
Um, so let me, this was another thing that as I was listening to roast Google dinner, I took notes. So let me look at my email. Cause I just don't want to paste them all in there. Uh, they said, why no Bluetooth and electronics? And he literally said, what do you want this to cost more than $600? And I thought that was fucking kind of hilarious. He's like, no, we didn't fucking put the Bluetooth or electronics in there because it had been more than $600. Uh, a little like uh, a little uh, tidbit that he gave in the last couple of years at San Diego Comic-Con, there's been a Skeletor and a Hordax layer. Um, they are not doing a pop-up shop at San Diego Comic-Con. Um, which is kind of disappointing because they released some pretty cool products. You know, they had the, the battle cat rug, uh, you know, they had these, uh, little coins just to get in that were like Flynn's arcade from Tron, but it was fucking Skeletor's lair and that kind of stuff. Uh, and, and he said, they said, really, is there not going to be like any kind of big promotion for masters? And he literally just said, Super 7 is not the only people producing product for Masters anymore. So he kind of hinted that there might be a big push for the movie or maybe even the Netflix cartoon by another company that might be doing something similar. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, let's see. Uh in regards to a couple other things non-Snake Mountain related, uh, Thundercats classics are as close as they have ever been. He caveated that with two years ago, he thought they were literally done. Like, we were going to produce them, we were going to put them out and be done, and the rug got pulled out from underneath them. Um, but now, he's like, even with that in retrospect, Thundercats Classics is as close as they've been without having final confirmation of a licensing agreement. So that's interesting. And then, uh, like I mentioned, the Battle Cat rug, that's kind of like a bearskin rug. Uh, that has been so popular that they're going to be reissuing that very soon. So if you want a... I, I've never been a big fan. Uh, my family is are huge hunters like we have deer heads and elk heads and and steer horns and everything you can imagine in my grandparents house uh i've never been a huge fan of that but hey if you like things that look like dead things as decorations the battle cat rug is coming back for you how about that uh, up there in the upper northeast rock do you guys do you uh, do you see a lot of dead things hanging on people's walls? I should show you what my the office of <laughs> my shop. There's <laughs> nine deer heads in the, in my shop. Uh, deer are a humongous problem out here on Eastern Long Island. So yeah, I see a lot of it. But I gotta tell you, this Snake Mountain is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, the the sculpting that went into it is absolutely amazing. I the one thing I would have loved to see is more or different paint applications on the snake. That snake has always been like the key to snake mountain that curls up the mountain. And there's like, there's a wash and stuff on it, but I would have loved to see like it painted 
doesn't have to look like a realistic snake, but like maybe the spine of it being different colored, quote, bricks from the rest of it or something, you know, but that do they have a picture of the box art yet or? No, no. Um, He talked about the box size because somebody asked it because it folds in the middle there. If you look at the lava pit, it folds in the middle. Um, So somebody asked, how deep is it? Because they announced how big it is. It's like uh, 36 inches by 48 inches. And and then uh, he was saying that it's probably close to 24 inches uh, deep or not 24 inches deep, uh, 12 to 16 inches deep based on how it has to fold up and get into the box. The box is going to be something like 56 inches by 46 inches by 28 inches. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. Just this fucking ridiculous (laughs) massive thing. So, uh, so Lotus, how many are you buying? Um, I mean, I you know, like I said, I mean, if if I was collecting masters, you know, I I could consider this, uh, you know, a statue piece, you know. Yeah. Um, and there's definitely, you know, there's definitely masters collectors out there that are, you know, collecting statues. I know we've talked about that in the past. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it looks good. I just, you know, I don't know. I mean, uh, I guess if you're putting that much money into it, you know, uh, would it be better to just go with the vintage, vintage, you know, find a sealed you know, sealed box vintage and spend, uh, what you, you said, what, six, six plus 150. So you said yeah. 750. Even a sealed vintage would probably be 300 bucks at the most. Yeah. But, so, I mean, uh, you know, it's not going to be as detailed as this. Yeah. Well, and the scale is going to be completely off. Right. Cause this right. Is, but no, I, I see your point. Like if you wanted to display piece, you could literally put a figure every two steps all mm-hmm. the way down it and then put another figure in the dungeon and another figure where he, you know, yeah. so it, it could be a good display piece if you had that kind of space, but you know, four feet by three feet. That's wow. It's a lot of space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now what's crazy here. So this is 600 plus 150 shipping. So you're talking about 750 from, uh from super seven you have to pay that up front unless you do their uh partially uh pay whatever they call it their payment plan where you get charged another like seven bucks a payment times six so you're going to pay another like 50 bucks if you choose their payment plan or 42 (laughs) yes if you want to be exact thank you (laughs) lettuce (laughs) <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, but uh, Big Bad Toy Store has it on pre-order for 800 bucks, but it qualifies for $4 flat rate shipping, which I love. <laughs> and they only require a $160 non-refundable down payment. Um, but they do put in their notes because while they're not crowdfunding this, they're going the Mattel route. And if they don't get enough pre-orders, this shit gets canceled. Everybody gets their money back and they don't make it. Um, Big Bad Toy Store is doing the same thing, which is really cool. They're saying if the if the thing doesn't make it, you get your $160 uh, refundable deposit down. 
So, I mean, if you are going to get this, get it through BBTS. You know, just show just show Super 7. We'd rather buy our shit through BBTS for a little bit more, but, you know. Does uh, Super 7 charge uh, sales tax? Oh, that's a good point. I do not think they do because they, except for California, because they only have two physical locations and they're both in California. That is an, yeah. a great point, Lotus. That's another 48 bucks. You know, yeah, I was going to say, for me, it's 7%. So, yeah, that mm-hmm. would be 56 bucks for me in tax. Oh, good point. Yeah. Good point. So take that in consideration if BBTS has started charging you tax like they just did with Colorado. I'm wondering if they're going to have to add, like, an exclusive figure to this to try to help push the sales numbers like they did with the uh, sale barge. Yeah. Because for $600 people might balk at it but then you throw in a figure you can only get through snake mountain if it gets kind of close with the production numbers because they already have to have a ton of money into the tooling on this and Mm -hmm. everything else with the design of it well no and no tooling that's what brian said he's like literally we have done everything except for start the tooling and he's like and he's like now Granted, everybody knows the tooling is the most expensive. He said the tooling for this would be about a million dollars. That's how much the tooling would be. He, they asked him, and he just was like, I can't really speculate. I, if I had to throw a number out there, I'd say north of a million dollars for the tooling on this. So that kind of puts into perspective how much they need to make to even start doing this. I think that's um, a I think that's a ridiculous number. This is just a, a solid piece. I mean, this is just a solid piece. No, it's he, not. No, that's that's what's crazy is. Uh, I mean, if you look at it, it, it. I mean, the snake is separate. Every single little piece inside is separate. Like they can't do anywhere. There's a gap. That can't be a mold. That has to be a separate piece. You can't get like gaps out of a mold like that. So that snake is separate. The stairs are separate because see how there's a little line running down it. Mm-hmm. So, but mm-hmm. granted, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I'm a fucking mold master or anything. I've never molded anything in my life. But I mean, like I say, he's a pretty straight shooter. You know, like mm-hmm. he's he's never trying to fuck a. You know, he's not going to come out and say, hey, yeah, we're making 20% on everything you buy from us, which no business does, you know, but you're right. A million dollars does sound kind of steep, but I would say it's not it's not a million dollars. I mean, we talked about molds in the past and, you know, molds for transformers and stuff. They they talk about, you know, 10,000, 20,000. You know, somewhere, and it's in the, you know, tens of thousands. It's not, I mean, a million. Come on. The guy's just off his rocker. That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, let's see. Gree is back. Star Wars uh, Black Series Commander Gree, six-inch figure. Originally a, a Toys R Us exclusive that Peg warmed for quite a bit a long time. He, well, actually, he originally he was a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Then went to Toys R Us. Uh, sat there for a while. I saw them at several of my Toys R Us. Uh, they were able to find 
a bunch more and now he's only 25 bucks on entertainment earth if you missed him and this is an amazing figure this is one of my most favorite black series figures because of all the camo and all the paint apps that are going on with him um flame toys shatter glass prime so i just bit on the flame toys model kit with this mm. yeah this did it <laughs> for me i mean again this is this is a bot con concept this is a, a transformers collector club concept that has just reached into more facets of the transformers fandom that could ever be imagined this is now a licensed uh, a licensed uh, Takara Tomy partner creating a mirror universe Optimus Prime. So mm-hmm. I pre-ordered that. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I just I don't I just don't know enough about the backstory of all this IDW stuff. No, this is an IDW. This is collector club fiction. This was never an IDW. Oh. Um, IDW, I don't even think IDW did the comics, the the convention comics for this. I think they had ind- independent artists do it. But yeah, this is all completely Transformers Collector Club concept and stories and all that kind mm. of shit. Um, okay. We had the, the e-hobby exclusive of the Shattered Glass um, G1 blaster and sound wave back then but again it's all yeah i mean i'm familiar with all the the i'm familiar with the shared glass concept and everything i just the the mold the actual model mold of this all of the uh all of the uh i would maybe hexagons that they're using you know yeah uh i just i this doesn't ring any bells with me at all yeah and really, it's just a super cheap way for them to repaint all kinds of bullshit through the convention exclusives. Um, new boss fight stuff. So they uh, released new blanks of their latest wave of hacks. <gasps> oh, excuse me. Uh, so we get a female demon blank, male knight blank, uh, male elf blank, and male beast blank as well as a character builder kit. Uh, now this is kind of cool. So these character builder ones just come with like every single exclusive uh, or every single accessory you could think that would go with a boss fight studio figure. So really cool way to just going to get a battle pack, you know, for Joe fans out there or masters of the universe fans. Uh, where you just get a bunch of accessories. Um, and again, this is one of those things where uh, Big Bad Toy Store has them up for pre-order for the ex- same exact price as Boss Fight Studios. But of course, because Boss Fight Studios is a smaller organization, you're going to have to pay an elevated shipping. Now, Lotus's point comes into play here. They're also BBTS possibly is going to be charging you uh uh tax so you got to keep that in mind as well yeah because i think they said that they're going to eventually have every every state is going to have to pay sales tax right yeah 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 Yeah, that was with their first announcement with the first like nine states they started charging and then 
Of course, mine had to be the second round. My, mine couldn't have been the last round of states to start getting taxes, but whatever. Um, and then uh, Jedi Training Ray at Pulse. So this was originally going to be a Walmart exclusive. This is the vintage collection of uh, Ray on her island journey with uh, Luke Skywalker at the beginning of the last movie. Uh, soft goods cloak on here. Uh, yeah, it, it, if you're really into these movies, then this is for you. Uh, not for me. I have a 5.5 figure of her. Not that I even wanted that. I bought it in a multi-pack, but, uh, it's now available via Pulse, especially if you're a Pulse premium member, you get free shipping. And, uh, I, I haven't, Oh, no, Pulse does charge sales tax. I was going to say, HTS, Hasbro Toy Shop, charged me sale tax back in the day, and so does Pulse. But I don't think everybody gets sales tax. Um, and speaking of Pulse, this isn't in the show notes, but I wanted to rant a little bit. They put the Celebration exclusives up for order yesterday, uh, May the 4th, at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. I was on a phone call with a friend, completely missed even trying, but if uh, message boards and Facebook groups are to tell, looks like everything sold out in like 30 seconds to a minute. Like, and everybody hates Hasbro now, and it's bullshit, and fuck Black Series, and fuck exclusives. I just, I love it. Like, <laughs> It just, no matter the fandom, no matter the company, it, when it comes to something that everybody wants and is super limited, they hate the company, they hate exclusives, they hate all that shit, unless they can get it themselves. Uh, Rock, did you have well, any you know, interest it's in those? <laughs> <laughs> I, I missed out on it as well, but... I, I love reading Yelp reviews and people that, like, you know, basically shit on places. <laughs> this is the best. On the link, the second review is, great vintage collection figure. Hasbro Pulse has always been great at perfectly packaging their figures for shipment. I prefer to order them through them. Rather go on the brick and mortar or seek of the products now, which the grammar is pretty terrible in the review. But <laughs> then it goes, she looks amazing on an off topic. I tried to purchase the exclusive 6-inch Celebration Obi-Wan 6-inch figure today, which went on sale at 1 p.m. By 1.01 p.m., it was sold out. This is the best part. He goes, that is pure Bantha Poodoo. Hasbro Pulse, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. All the comments are all these, like, obscure, like, Star Wars reference bullshit statement. You know, like, they're all, like... <laughs> You know, this is Sithy instead of shitty. You know, uh, like, oh, God, the puns and everything are fucking ridiculous. But So I'm waiting for, Has for Lotus to ask us, what is Bantha Poodoo? <laughs> uh, I just don't care. So yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, I don't think Lotus cares enough. <laughs> I mean, though, I agree with you. That, that vintage packaging of the Phantom Menace. Oh, I remember going to Kmart. Every other day, waiting to get new figures and asking the guy if there's any in the back. So I wouldn't mind getting a Darth Maul, but if I I tried to log in, I couldn't get it either. I uh, if I see it at a toy show and it's somewhat reasonable, I would pick it up. 
but I'm not going to pay, you know, a, a tremendous price for those. Yeah, but I like I, you. I definitely wanted the Darth Maul. And uh, <laughs> since I missed them, of course, I go and, uh, okay, what am I willing to pay for this? And, like, what's awful is I'm willing to pay, like, 100 bucks for it. I'm not going to do it on eBay. If I find it at a toy show or something like that where I'm expect where I'm planning on making a big ticket purchase, I would probably pay a hundred bucks for this stupid twenty five dollar figure just because again it it was it was the impetus for my collecting it's what started me down this road, and that's what kind of made me the most mad but anywho <laughs> uh big bad toy store also came across. A uh, vintage case of Kabaya gum toys. Uh, so uh, if you're fil- familiar mm. with Kabaya gum, you probably have seen the more recent ones that were around seven or eight years ago, uh, which were, you know, made with modern uh, sculpting and uh, modern manufacturing. And, and you actually got stickers and different colored plastic and all that kind of stuff this is these are the original from the super robot life form transformer series oh fight at the beginning of that um and you get an optimus prime what are they considering that other one sideswipe prowl well yeah yeah sideswipe uh, and prowl yeah. sideswipe prowl and uh starscream and Random color. They show the red, the green, and the yellow here. But uh, basically, you'll you'll get. Oh, it says red, pink, yellow, aqua, teal, blue, orange, or green. Jesus Christ! Uh, so yeah, just kind of a cool throwback. I love these. I I still haven't bought bought uh, a a uh, set yet, but I will. And this is one of those things, of course. My my FOMO, my fear of missing out is is calling me. But when I need to place a an in stock order, this will be added. I mean, if these were you know, if these were actually painted and you know had like like you said stickers and stuff like that, I mean, I'd be down with them. But I just don't. I mean, the packaging is cool. Yeah. I just you know, yeah, I I, 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 I I would be discouraged you know to see you know. I mean, they're they're a, they're a very rough, you know. They're not finished, you know. Yeah, exactly. Now, have you ever bought or played with any of the more modern Kabaya kits? No, I, I I have not. No, I mean, I've seen them. I mean, I've definitely seen them on eBay and stuff. Um, but uh, no, I've never handled any of the. I, I just, I've honestly, I've just never done anything with any of the kits at all. Any kind of model kits. You should try to get one modern one, like figure. And I know you hate buying things that don't fit in your collection, but you know, spend fifteen bucks or something, get one little kit, put it together, and just experience it. You know, and then throw it away because it doesn't belong in your collection. Yeah, yep. Yeah, have to throw it away. All right, let's get into what we got. Lotus, what you got? Well, um, I got some, uh, I got a new rabbit hole I'm going down. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh, Waggy. Uh, world's smallest Transformers. 
Oh no, you're really gonna do it? Yeah, so I uh I forked over some heavy money to get a wave one case nice. and uh, a wave two case. Um Ooh. So you already got the ones I have. That's perfect. Yeah, I know you don't follow my YouTube channel, so but I'm uh, just behind. When did you post that video? You posted a reply in the chat today, and I figured that you would know what I was talking about. But I don't. I, maybe you were talking about something else because I replied to you. you. Said that they you you bought a world smallest set and then they shipped you Insecticons. I said, well, what kind of Insecticons? You said the Takara the book, book series. series. I said, yeah. well, yeah, those are worth a lot of money. That's really good. I didn't even realize what you posted in the group was a YouTube video. My I, YouTube video. I know. I literally. I think it just came in as photos, or maybe I just no. didn't look close enough. I'm yeah, looking right now. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> but anyways, so, so you yeah. posted a video about it. I just saw your beautiful. Oh, I didn't see that it was a YouTube link. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm sucked into this rabbit hole now. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I, I thought that I would get a full set. Um, I did not get a full set. Oh. I'm not going to say which. I'm not going to say which ones I'm missing, <laughs> but. I thought buying a, and this was a factory sealed case, meaning the it had Takara, uh, it had the tape all the way sealed on the actual store display case. Uh, but what I learned is when they packed them, they actually had a master case of four of those store displays. Yeah. So there would have been four, four 12 packs inside of a, a master shipping carton. And the, that's the only way to, to guarantee a full set with all the chase figures and everything. So, yeah, this was a expensive endeavor, and I was just going to keep him. I, I honestly, I was going to keep him sealed. I, 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 did, I was just, and then I kept on thinking, I'm like, well, I'd like to build a set, but then I don't know what I've gotten exactly. there. Exactly. And I'm going to take a really hard hit on, you know, all my doubles. I'm going to take a hard hit on that. And so, um, anyway, I started opening, and yeah, uh, if you watch the video, the emotions are, it's all live. Like, I didn't do a voiceover. It's literally my live audio of me like, oh, my God. And then, oh, man, you know, I mean, it's just yeah, up and down, up and down. Say. Blind box garbage. <laughs> it's garbage blind box. You know? Hey, Lotus, I, I, I watched your video. I have to ask you a question. Yeah. How close were you to cursing on that video? <laughs> no, I, 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 I was. I mean, I was, but I, I'm not, you know, I don't usually do a whole lot of swearing, you know. But no, that's why I, I, I was just, asking. I, I saw general upset. frustration in your voice. It, I was, feel it, it was very upsetting because I spent a lot of money. I spent over $300 for that case, Yeah. you know, and so it is very... I've never done blind box before. Like that's literally my first endeavor into blind box and you're buying vintage, you know, something that came out in 2003, 2004, you know, it's, it's, it's old, you know? So it's like, ah, it's just so frustrating, you know? Yeah. But so I have this wave two case sitting there looking at me and I know I'm going to get doubles <laughs> and, you know, it just sucks to spend that kind of money and not even get a damn set, you know? Yeah. No, that I remember. I remember when I looked into this because uh, I don't know if it's in wave one or wave two, but the jazz was wave the two. fucking wave two. Yeah, the jazz was the hard one to find because that's the case that I bought, well, it, and the, I was the same way. I thought I was going to get at least one jazz, right? You well, know? the problem is what they did is they had short packed figures 
and then they had chase figures. So they had oh. Jazz. Jazz was a short pack, but the chase for Wave Two was a no. It was Ultra Magnus was the chase. There was oh, two chases. Yeah, because yeah, I had to buy a bootleg Ultra Magnus. I yeah, that. I don't know, but basically there's like two chases and then there's two like short pack ones. So yeah, it's just really frustrating, you know. And I, I do a lot of research, but I, I think I messed up on this one, and <laughs> now it's just going to cost me a lot more money to to buy, you know, everything that that I'm going to need to to buy to complete the set. So, well, yeah, the ones little... you need are they are they expensive on the secondary market? They're all expensive. Like I said, yeah, I mean, if you are, <laughs> if you want real ones. Oh yeah. Right. There's tons of, so there's uh like hero toy, hero toy maker is a third mm. party and they basically took all of the molds and then they, um, and you can tell cause they're not stamped, you know, like these ones oh, are actually okay. stamped, uh, with numbers and stuff. Um, but, yeah, there, there's and like even like Hot Rod, he's uh, like he's a Wave 2.5, which is like really really even hard to find. Like Wave 2.5, that case is almost impossible to ever find. Um, so uh, like th- there was a, a Japanese uh, the 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 Hot Rod. Uh, it was a Toys R Us exclusive, where if you bought something in 2006, you would uh, you you'd have a chance to buy this little little Hot Rod. Um, and so that was KO'd. So it's really even hard to find. The they KO'd the box. They KO'd the pat. They KO'd everything. And so that's really hard to find a real one. Um, yeah, it's just it's frustrating. I don't know, but uh, yeah, all this I stuff never looked, I never knew those things existed until I saw your video. Now yeah. I'm like, wow, that's gonna look pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> getting it took, a couple me, of them. It, it took me. Yeah, it took me down this stupid rabbit hole. But I mean, and then me with my having an O, like I, I think I have developed like this OCD of just needing a complete set of everything, you know. And it's just like ah, so yeah, I know that feeling. Well, and the nice thing is, is you got to re. I mean, out of the twelve, what there's like five commons, right, or something like that. Five commons, like uh, you were saying, a short packed and then chases. The, so, I mean, you, you've got six of them to sell, right? Yes, yeah. I mean, I there's uh, six figures total. Well, six six figures, and then there would be two chase. So technically, you would need eight figures out of the twelve. So you okay. you, don't, you don't really have a lot of chances. Yeah. So that you need eight eight figures in wave one. To complete the set, including the chase. Yeah, I so, see. And I took it easy on myself because I got a knock. I got knockoffs of all the chases, except for Jazz. I think that's the one that I I never got a knockoff or an original. See, so. and that that's an interesting. It's an interesting topic, you know, because yeah, I can go to Hero Toy Maker and get pretty the much trailer and all that. Kind well. Of shit. Yeah, you can get all the trailers, you know, basically he knocked off everything, mm-hmm. you know. Um, obviously, they don't come in boxes, and they're not stamped, and I don't know if the quality, I don't know what the quality is. On the quality them, is but, pretty uh, good. Like, I, yeah. have, I have, like, I have, like, 20 of his pieces. Like, mm-hmm. I was going all in, knockoffs, bootlegs, and everything for a long right. time on this. And got them all KO'd. Besides, I have that Toys R Us exclusive hot rod. Oh, you do, you do have a real one? Yeah. Yeah. Are well, you sure? as far as I know, it has okay. a box, but 
we can talk about stamps later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Rock, what about you? Did you get anything I, in the last couple of weeks? Yeah, I actually I finished my mint on card Kenner Star Wars vintage run. I nice, uh, I've been nice. patient. I, oh, this was the spoiler from the beginning. Of the show, yeah, it I, back. you know I oh, I've been I've been patient because you know the problem was I had the money in my PayPal and I've just been waiting to find it for the right price. And like we were talking about that Princess Leia, I needed two figures. I needed Princess Leia for the original Star Wars, and I needed Farm Boy Luke. And the problem is I sold them 500, 600, and I finally, I just negotiated my way to the last two. I had one, the guy wanted 450 for a Leia. It was an AFA 40. It's unpunched. It's beautiful, but the card was creased. It got a bad grade. The guy was sitting on it. I got that one for 340. And then uh, on another website, I found the Luke I wanted. Um, the guy wanted 575. He had multiple Lukes. I was watching a bunch on eBay. They were all seven, eight hundred, and I just emailed him. I said, "Hey, I noticed you have this figure. Can you do any better on the price?" And the guy was, uh, I got him down to five hundred. So I got a mm-hmm. twenty back Luke Farm Boy, unpunched. Uh, you know, it would probably grade pretty well. I'm surprised he didn't grade it. But uh, yeah, I completed the run, and you know, now I'm like. I'm glad I, I see what Lois is saying about having yeah. that OCD about wanting to complete yeah. a collection. I feel so relieved now. Like I'm yeah. saving like an hour a night, not on eBay. <laughs> it's it's yeah. like a job. It's like a job when you're when you're hunting. You know? Oh, it's such it's such a relief to not have to look for it anymore. Yeah. It's it, so now all my my friends have been you know kidding around me. Go so now what are you gonna get? Yeah, I'm like, I what's the next say, collection? I was going to say, you're going to do Power of the Force now? You know what? I had an opportunity <laughs> to buy. I could have got uh, the whole set for nine grand. But I'm mm. thinking like Including nine the grand. Yeah, yeah. It was all of them. It was the okay. whole set and Not a couple extras. Not just the American ones? Okay. Yeah, nice. and I'm like, nine grand. But I'm like, you know what? That's These are freaking toys. And like, <laughs> I can't see taking nine grand out of my bank account to buy more star wars figures I yeah but yeah but look at the money that you spent to build the last collection you know all this stuff adds up it's really crazy when you sit down and you look at your you look at your excel doc and you're like oh my goodness because i mean i i track all my purchases and i just i'm just like oh my goodness this is crazy you know see that's what i want to do now that i have the whole collection because the problem is with the star wars figures are there are so many different card backs. There's a 12 back. There's a 20 back. Then there's the you know, 31 and 41. There's so many different ones. And each one, depending on what card back it is, it has a certain value. Yeah. So now it's like I need to go back and re-examine my entire collection. <clears throat> Excuse me. And actually figure out how much I spent on what. And, you know, this way, God forbid, my wife ever has to sell it on me. She knows where to start. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I've told I've told Jessica is like, I'm like, if if I were to get hit by a bus, your best bet is to put out a post, fucking on Facebook, saying, "Hey, Jason passed away suddenly. I need help with his exclusives. I will pay somebody's airfare and board to come to our house." To go through everything, I mean, pay you a, a normal, like, work hourly wage 
And, and whether, you know, Lotus were to come here or Vern or somebody and just say, you just need to call Brian's toys in here, or we're just going to take everything to Mile High Comics, which is like the biggest comic retailer in the world that's here in Denver. Like, just tell somebody, you'll pay them thousands of dollars to just come and look at everything and to figure out what you need to do. Because if you if if she calls Mile High Comics, they're just going to give her, you know, one penny on the dollar for everything, yeah. you yep. know. Right. And and if somebody else can come in and get five pennies on the dollar, they just saved her, you know, $5,000 kind of thing, you know. So, yeah, that's it's a rough spot to be in. I, I've been thinking about that a lot, like what what would happen, you know. You have it a no, lot. It's a valid point. You know, you <laughs> you have you have nine thousand less things than I do that are worth five thousand percent more than everything I have. <laughs> that's well, that's, that's a, the kind of collection you want to have. <laughs> well, that's a big thing I've been talking about with all the Star Joe guys. You know, we're in a big group chat and you know, we're constantly talking and a lot of us are doing the same thing. If we're not displaying it, we're selling it, yeah. and then the, what do you get from that money? You buy a high quality item that's you know like a grail piece that you'll be really proud to have, and that you know it's not going to take up a lot of room exactly. because that's the problem with all of us. We all have tons of crap, and you only have you know a certain amount of display space. So I think that's the biggest thing as a collector is always that's the biggest battle. It's either not enough money to buy something, or it's not enough room to display it. Yeah. It's always the two constant yin and yangs of collecting. Yeah, and that's what Lotus preaches, right? Yeah, absolutely. High, high I mean, quality, quality over quantity. Well, not I mean, it's a I, great point. Well, I mean, it's not just that. It's like you know, get some shelves and actually display your stuff. Yeah. You know, and and you, you really will feel good about it. Like I said, I, you know, this this GI Joe set. You know, I look at this thing almost every day, and I'm just like, wow, that's so cool. You know. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel the same way about my hugely cluttered and 50% of the figures aren't standing up desk and office, you know? And that's why I don't mm-hmm. stress about it. Like, this doesn't make me feel bad. It's not pretty. Like, people come in here and like, oh, you're a hoarder. Like, no, <laughs> I, I'm a collector. No, no, you're a hoarder. Look at, look at this room, you know? But it makes me feel good. So, but... I agree, Lotus. You need to be taking a lot of, uh, a lot of, need to be showing a lot of respect to your collection. Yep. Uh, anything else, Rock? No, that's all I got in. I mean, I've been getting uh, <laughs> uh, some miscellaneous stuff for getting ready for Comic Con. Jake the Snake Roberts is going to be at our local Comic Con oh, this year. Nice. So I got a, a vintage Hasbro figure for him to sign. But no, basically, I was just saving for those those two major purchases. So that was all I got in. Not What I get in next will be interesting. I'm not sure what yet. <laughs> Jake the Snake's old enough. Doesn't he have an LJN 
figure yeah he does but that figure's 300 bucks Carl. oh okay yeah <laughs> so i so i got an ljn it's the spanish version one so he's like el serpentine they they robert but hey it was like i think i got it for like 32 dollars or 40 dollars which the, the wrestling figures right now vintage wrestling figures the, the skyrocketing in price oh wow wow yeah so that's all i got in nice um, yeah, I continued the whole, like, hey, I have a job, I'm going to spend recklessly thing that I've been doing. Uh, I got, uh, Mega Constructs Evil Lynn, even though she's only a little $5 figure. Only if well, cool. one. You, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You've been really looking for her for a long time, so yeah. that's kind of cool. And Peter's been trying to find me one, too, and, yeah, and, and she's an awful figure. She has yellow paint syndrome everywhere because they tried to paint the yellow instead mm. of having it be the plastic. And then where they did have yellow plastic, they tried to paint blue and it seeped. And yeah, she's an awful figure. Like you really don't want her, but I'm glad I, my Mega Constructs collection is complete. <laughs> um, I found Warpath and Gears. So. Oh, cool. um, I picked up an extra set for Mark because I've been picking up as any of the reissues I can find. Uh, Warpath looks great. I bought one for me to be on card, and then I was going to open a Gears. I have through reissues, box sets, all that, Encore, all that shit. I don't have a Gears. The face paint is fucked up on the Gears. So if you find the gears, take a very close look at the face paint. Uh, like, like what, what, is, you know, what, what is the actual problem with it? It's a silver painted over a blue. And they spray it too far back that it doesn't fill the crevices of the mold. So it looks really soft. And then uh, that's one of them. On the second one, I literally have nose rub. It, it rubbed off the silver paint on the tip of the face plate on gears mm -hmm. because the bubble's so tight on him. I'll have so, to take a look at mine. Yeah, I was gonna. Oh, you already found your. Yeah. Yeah. If you I just can, put them. Yeah, I just put them on my. I just put them in the display. <laughs> you know, as a collector, you know, you're, you. Oh, you know, the hunt. The hunt is complete. And where does it go? I get get right home and put it right in the display. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, so mine doesn't look bad. Mine actually looks. Mine actually looks pretty good. Do you? You have a clean one. One of mine had yeah. the. Autobot, the tip of the Autobot sticker on his chest folded in, like oh. like they didn't lay the sticker flat. So and mine's a little cockeyed. Yeah, yeah, there. But your face looks good. Yeah, I'd be curious. Yeah, I'm looking at it right see. now. It's pretty good. Okay. I mean, so. I paid full eBay. I pay. I, the way I looked at it was, it was twenty nine ninety nine. Buy it now, and, just and with free shipping, I. I jumped on it. it. Just saved me the time and energy trying to to find it at a Walmart. So, yeah, yeah. I I found mine at a fucking Boondocks Walmart while I was at a PTA convention, like a town of like fifteen thousand people here in Colorado. Like that's where I found them, and they only had two sets, so I haven't seen them anywhere in Denver yet. Um, let's see, uh, 
online stuff. I didn't look at my online stuff. That was literally stored. Oh, I, I guess the big thing is, is uh, Walmart ran a 25 bucks off 100 or 20 bucks off 50 bucks toys. At the same time, they ran a 25% off a Transformer toy coupon. And then they ran a buy one, get one 50% off a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle promotion that stacked with that 20 or 25% off of a 50 or or $100 order. So I literally bought every toy I bought in the last three months. Again, returned the full price ones and got all of those toys on that discount. So wow. my Siege, my Siege uh, Voyagers and Deluxes all were anywhere from 25 to 50% off. Uh, the two Constructicons from Studio Series were 50% off. So, yeah, I I milked that one. I hit Target after Target after Target just buying toys I had already bought. That's how ridiculous I am about my frugality when it comes to collecting. Yet, I'm looking at 1,500 toys in front of me, so... Yeah, you, you go figure. You do the math on that bullshit. Uh, let's see, uh, finished off my Black Major 2018 collection. So Black Major is like Hero's Toy Maker where he knocks off G1 vintage G.I. Joes or G1 vintage G.I. Joe figures. Uh, the last thing I got from him are these amazing sprues complete sprue kits of version two of snake eyes so i have a black one which is exactly what the toy would have been molded in a white one and the glow in the dark one and it's just amazing to see like and granted these are his knockoff molds who knows if this is how they were printed on hasbro molds i'm pretty sure these are reverse engineered um, but it's just cool to see a fucking 1986 G.I. Joe figure on the sprue, like completely unpainted, all the weapons, backpack, uh, timber, the wolf and everything. So just kind of a cool little collector thing. Uh, all shadow block, shadow box, the black one. I just need to figure out how to make the black plastic stand out when shadow boxes are black velvet backgrounds or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, tons of other shit, but that's the important shit. So, um, all right. We got uh, one comment on our blog, literally one comment. Uh, but it's from a longtime listener, and I just wanted to give him a shout out. He threw up a uh, good times. And uh, this is from Scruffy Ronan. Uh, we've talked about him before, but uh, I linked over to his DeviantArt page and just some amazing stuff. His, from his art to his uh, pictures, he does a lot of diorama work. Just a lot of amazing stuff. Please go check it out. Scruffy Ronan, he's in the voicemail section. Uh, voicemail questions, whatever section of the podcast, go check out his deviant art page. It is amaze balls. 
All right, as we try to finish this up here, we come to the saddest news of the last two weeks. A a a king among kings, a, a man among men, uh, Peter Mayhew passed away this week. Uh, for people not in the know, this is uh, the person that played Chewbacca. Um, he was literally relegated to a wheelchair uh, in the in the early or, or mid 2000s um, and did uh, did training, did physical therapy, got himself out of the wheelchair to play Chewbacca for the sequel trilogy. Um, he passed away this week at the age of 74. Uh, just an amazing guy truly cared about the fandom. You know, I've seen him at some of the smallest cons in the world and I've seen him at some of the biggest cons in the world. So, uh, do a moment of silence, uh, for him. Let's, uh, let's just do a little time to reflect on our man, Chewy. All right, guys. Rest in peace, Mr. Mayhew. Uh, Transformers. Cybertronic Spree. Kind of hard to take it from that kind of downer note to this very exciting note. Uh, if you don't know who Cybertronic Spree is, they are a rock group from Canada that dress up in very amazing cosplay outfits based on uh, Transformers, the movie. So we've got Unicron, Soundwave, Rumble, some would say he's frenzy, uh, Hot Rod, RC, Aquinason, Bumblebee, and Shockwave. And uh, for the most part, they do covers of the 86 movie soundtrack. And uh, they decide to go full-blown and do CDs and uh they're gonna do a world tour or a tour at least um all kinds of fun stuff they did a kickstarter uh they were only asking for eleven thousand five hundred to record an album uh some of the some of the uh pledge levels were you know just a digital copy of the album a CD copy of the album a signed copy uh all the way up till one where you would perform with them on stage playing the cowbell during one of the songs and then you get to keep the cowbell which i thought was an amazingly funny thing this shit blew up within what within 24 hours they were at like thirty thousand dollars and now they've been going for five days and they're at uh $65,000 of 11,500 original goal. Um, they've opened up tiers, made it a little less uh, exclusive, uh, but a lot of the good stuff is already gone, including all the, all the levels that they're going to, uh, if they hit $75,000, which seems like a no-brainer at this point, they're actually going to put out a vintage cassette of the album, which I absolutely love. Um, but check out the show notes again, or, or go to Kickstarter, do Cybertronic Spree. Uh, amazing, amazing live performances, especially just because their costumes are so great, in my opinion. 
All right. You They're guys so are... accurate looking. They're amazing. Yeah, I was going to say. Now, have you guys heard of these guys? Have you seen YouTube of them? Have you actually seen them in person? I've seen them on Facebook, people sharing the videos, and it's it blows you away when you look at them. It, because the costumes, it, these are from going to a lot of Comic-Cons. I could tell you that if these people went to the costume contest, they would win. I mean, yeah. but then to try to play guitars, yeah, wearing drums, these costumes, fucking keyboards, oh, yeah. <laughs> that adds a whole nother level of difficulty. I, I give them, a, they have a lot of respect from me. Uh, it's amazing what they can do. The costumes are great. Now, Lotus, being in the fandom for so long, you obviously know of these people, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely seen, uh, I've seen them at when BotCon was around. I've definitely seen a lot of videos with them, you know, at BotCon and stuff. Yeah. And I went to so many BotCons and I did have a chance to see them at one and passed. But yeah, I'm kind of amazed. I went to like eight BotCons and I've never seen them live, unfortunately. But uh, so I did the album, just the digital. Uh, the problem is, is they're in Canada. So if you do a CD, not only are you paying like 12 bucks extra for the CD copy of it, you also have to pay another 10 bucks in shipping because they're in Canada. So, all right, <laughs> Masters of the Universe grab bag. We get a uh, Princesses of Power graphic novel due next year. So, uh, Princesses of Power just released season two on Netflix. My daughter and I are enjoying it very much. She kind of watches it because I make her. She's not asking to watch it, but at least there's something we can watch together. Uh, and this is going to be a graphic novel. I don't even. They even see who's going to release Princess of Power Executive recently first. Yeah, it doesn't even say. Oh, yeah, it doesn't even say who is releasing this. But what do you, what do you mean? Who is releasing it? There. Oh, it's Scholastic. It says Scholastic. Oh. Uh oh. Now I'm worried. Okay. I thought I thought Scholastic may just have been who was doing the interview. Oh. A reportedly scholastic program for Shira. Thank you, Lotus. I skipped the first few sentences and everything, mm -hmm. which makes me lose a lot of the important information. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's literally about five words in. I know. I know. I'm sorry, Lotus. I make Lotus upset on a regular basis, especially no, towards no, the end. No, I of just the think show. it's fun. I just think it's funny sometimes. But. <laughs> I understand that you're impaired with uh, with uh, not uh, something other than LG fridge water. That's exactly <laughs> right. Uh, I have purposely made myself stupider on purpose for some reason. All oh, right, guys. <laughs> well, that's it for the show. And uh, wait, Jason, I got one thing to add. Uh -oh. You 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 mentioned it a few times, but then you never fully got into it. On the Open Up Your Toys page, the eBay link. Now, I've been religiously oh, using yeah. that eBay link. And then you said that the show has actually been getting a little bit of money given back. Yes, How, did you get any kind of breakdown of, like, does it tell you where the purchases come from? Or, like, what's I the per <laughs> I haven't dug into that. But, yes, literally Rock, with his uh, completing his carded... Uh, vintage Star Wars collection has paid for the hosting for like the last 10 years. 
Like, <laughs> like I, like it literally now the podcast has cost me nothing for 11 years, all because you've been so amazing and using that eBay link. Yeah. Uh, because when you mentioned on the podcast, I was like, you know what? Let me screenshot you all my, some just some of my purchases. <laughs> and then I started doing the math in my head. I'm like, it was easily like $3,000 within like a couple months of eBay. And I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, let me just see. And that was just some of the stuff I wanted to show you. There was other stuff I didn't even want to share. <laughs> so um, I was just curious. So I'm glad it is working. So please, guys, if you're a fan of the show, please click that link. Every little bit helps. Yeah, exactly. And and I mean, maybe people have other places they want to do their Amazon link. Like I have my Amazon link as Special Olympics, so I don't go to any podcast or anything. I let Special Olympics get my one or two percent on Amazon. So maybe you have somewhere else. But eBay seems to be kind of a rare affiliate program. Like I don't I mean, you see it on all the fan boards and stuff like that. But yeah, just clicking the link and buying what you were normally going to buy. If you win an auction or if you're going to do a buy it now or something, we get a little chunk of that. And like I say, Rock is, man, I'm just like, hell yeah, that's awesome. I paid my way to host duties that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, this is where the politics come in. Shh. People aren't supposed to know. No, no, I'm just glad it worked because honestly, I didn't know because my (laughs) wife uses Ebates, which I don't use, but she would buy different things and she'd get a check deposited into my PayPal. And I said, like, how do you, you know, she'd get like $37, $43. So like, oh, she was different sites have different rewards. So I'm just glad it worked. I had no idea. I just know we never got to talk about it. So you teased it a few times, but I'm just (laughs) glad to find out it really does work. Yeah, and I can't even find in my account where that stuff is, like the affiliate shit. So I mean, I'm guessing it's all anonymous. You know, it's yeah. it's not gonna it's not gonna tell you who who clicked it. I don't know if it even tells you. You know, because like uh, like Amazon stuff doesn't really tell you anything. Oh, I thought Amazon did tell you what the item was. Oh, maybe it maybe it was. It was anonymous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. an anonymous buyer, but it does show you what it actually so if you click on a TV, then it would show a TV was from the you know, was the purchase. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'd be curious if I could see because I think Rock is probably the only one doing this, you know? <laughs> so literally I could be like, Rock bought that and that and that. Oh, and he bought that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I didn't know they sold those on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> he bought the, the little squishy breasts for the one sixth figures that we covered on the show a few months uh, ago. <laughs> Articulated penises. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh shit! All right, guys. Well, we're pushing three hours now, and it it is past everyone's bedtime. All right, fuckers. Well, we'll see you sooner rather than later, or rather than sooner. Peace. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
Dada.